0: Hi, my name's Zach, and I'll be playing Arello, the Barbarian.
1: Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Brendis, the Thief. I'm JD. I'm playing Viatrix, the Fighter.
2: And I'm Ryan, your Dungeon Master. And this is the ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at ChimeraCast. Yeah, you guys are in this this dark garden. The plants around you are withered from being light-deprived for however long. And there's this black pool, and you're sort of standing on a peninsula that goes out into the middle of it that has a little gazebo kind of thing on it. You just killed this figure from the water. Brenda's killed it with a knife. Yeah. You, like, froze the water around the knife because the knife is ghostly. And you get to use the the dagger's thing. The mark I chose for the void dagger.
1: It means that I fade in and out of reality, right? Could you have the, do you have that up?
2: Yeah, you chose your corporeal form. Occasionally, seems to fade from existence before snapping back into corporealness. Okay, super cool. Yeah. Okay. What are you guys doing? That's three out of four, right? That we know that that is three out of four. Correct.
1: But I mean, we as characters know that there's four. No, we're just, like, traveling
0: no, through this place. No, I think we just yeah. made
1: those
2: choices OOC. Yeah. Right. yeah. But I will tell you, as players, there's one more guardian. And as soon as you kill that guardian, you can keep exploring and try to find out some of Emerald Alleth's weaknesses. You can try to get some hold and still spend it. Or you can just go right to Emerald Alleth. Hmm. Duh.
3: Duh.
1: As Brendis, like, begins pulling himself out of the lake as it's, like, freezing around the knife that he's holding in his hand. Vi will definitely reach down and help you up. All right. All right. All right. We just got to keep going. As you go to grab him, I think, like, you pull him up, and then Brendis flickers and slips back into the water.
4: Right. Brendis, are you okay?
1: I'm going to reach back down really quickly and grab you again. Like, I'm sorry.
4: I don't don't know what just happened. I'll heave you back up. Uh, It's fine. It's fine. She kind of looks you over a little bit. Given that Arello is a stretchy boy now, this place is getting
1: to you too, which was my my theory. I don't I don't know what uh not nothing. I I'm, I'm fine. I just I, I fainted there for a minute, film, I think. All right. Um she turns back around to face Arello.
0: Where are we going now? What do you think? You said there's a gazebo. Is there a door beyond that? Or a, a way through, as it were?
2: Yeah, you can see a vine-covered archway beyond. So, yeah, there's a clear path out of here. There's nothing else alive that any of you see in this garden area. It looks like we should progress forward. Over there. But what is this structure?
1: I just imagine you, like, walking up and kicking it like you're checking the pressure of the tires, but your legs are all fucking weird. I am. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Boy. I guess, do I know what this structure is,
2: Ryan? Yeah, go ahead and roll Spout Lore. Yeah, it's a five. As you get closer and you're examining it, you see that this gazebo, the arches and the the poles, they're all carved really intricately. They're all circular. And so as you go around, it's almost like a comic telling a story. So Brindis knows that these are erected at elven weddings. And they tell, like, the story of the two people. And you recognize some of the names that are carved on here. And you, you recognize Imrah Al-Leth's name carved multiple times. See, the thing that you get wrong is that it talks about that he was cursed.
1: Yeah, give me a fake weakness.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. going to do. <laughs> and I'll uh, I'll have you tell me what the, the panel is showing that ma- makes Brendis think this. But Brendis now believes that his right eye is his weakness.
1: It's sort of like a gazebo. They're erected at elvish weddings. I can't quite tell what's going on with this one. But somebody's gouged out the right eye of Emerald Aleth. I see his name all over the place here. This must be a message to us. Message from who? That elf was trying to help us before she was corrupted. I look over at Arello again. (laughs) Or someone, I don't know.
3: Hmm.
1: We can't be the only ones to have gotten lost in this castle.
4: Yeah, I'm sure you're, you're right. We should keep moving. I don't know how long we have.
1: Yeah, I, I suppose that the longer we spend in here, the worse things tend to get. I believe Vi and Brendis both look at Orello. What?
2: Looks like a weird purple-eyed deer. <laughs> As Brendis slowly fades out of existence <laughs> and pops back in. What? Uh,
0: where do you want to go? Forward, let's go. All right. Come on, belly. I take my belly yeah and we lead the way. Cool. How are you navigating this section of
2: the labyrinth? You said there was an arch, and that what happens when we go underneath the vines? Before you go under it, you can see that there's garden still beyond, but as soon as you pass through that, you're back in the palace halls as you remember them. The shadows, there's like too much shadow for how much light there is in here. But other than that, they seem fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you've been here before, haven't you? I scratch belly under the chin.
0: Maybe you can lead us to where we need to go. This place seems like a weird puzzle, and I am not one for puzzling. Cool. I'll let Belly take the lead a little bit.
2: Okay. You're, like, following where she goes. Yeah. Go ahead and roll plus wisdom.
1: I would say charisma. Or even corruption. Or
2: even corruption. Ooh, yeah. Roll plus corruption.
0: Okay, cool. I think it changes
1: the stakes also. Yeah.
2: All right. Here we go.
1: That's a seven. Ooh. Ooh. Okay.
0: We're just pursuing the guardians.
2: To do that, Arello has to dig deeper into the corruptive power within him. He has to draw on more of it. So you can not get your choice, and you just wander the labyrinth aimlessly and get lost in the labyrinth. Mm. Or you can draw on the power, take another point of corruption.
0: I'm taking the corruption, and yeah, obviously the reason we're being led to the guardian is because that's what belly
2: knows yeah as you're leading them through arello what's a legend that the people of the seath isles have about famous hero and his animal companion or a belief that being close with animals has some greater meaning and when you answer this you can go ahead and mark experience
0: There is no Paul Bunyan equivalent in my society. But if you remember about the Great Hunt, there's this same kind of analog for children in our world where back in olden days, they would bring out the cub or the young child and they would present these young animals across from it and see which one of them spurned it. Basically, from your childhood, you were told this bear hates you and will try to kill you and you must kill it. And it's like a ceremonial aspect to it. I think that's as close as we get to animal companionship. That's why this is so strange for Arello.
4: Oh, wait. What happened to you when you gained the other point of corruption? (laughs) I just realized
0: we didn't. We didn't say it. Yeah. I got muscle burst going on.
2: Is that what happens? You just get like super super jacked with your weird long calves? Oh, God. That's what happens.
0: <laughs> oh, God. I'm so vascular. Oh. Your traps are huge. Oh.
2: Uh, and I think the, the veins that pop out, they pulse with like a, a purple energy. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. So yeah, you you lead them through some tunnels. They get windy and like really curving, and then they'll they'll revert back to being very sort of standard right angles. But eventually you come to an ironbound door that is covered at the bottom with gilt work into the shape of flames. And on one of the doors is a crown and on the other door is a bow, also in gilt. A crown and a bow. Yep.
0: I suppose this is
2: where we have to push through. Huh? And I pat belly on the head. Yeah. She lifts her head up into your palm as you're like patting her. Cute. Yeah, she's like
1: made of stuff, right? Or is she like a, a corporeal cat? I don't remember. Yeah, she's a corporeal cat. She's like yeah. resurrected. Yeah. And she's just, but she's not, she just looks like a cat. She has purple fur. Yeah, like his eyes. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool.
0: I think we're supposed to go in here, then. Is it locked? We'll have to find out. when I just brace my forearm against it and try and shove into the door.
2: Yeah, you have to push, but eventually they begin to swing open. Inside, why don't each of you give me a, a detail? Something that shows the clash between humble origins and the riches of a palace. So I will say that this is its a large room with a figure sitting on a throne at one end and you guys can kind of fill in the rest.
1: We have covered before that opulence in this area is wasting water. We've talked about this a lot. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a desert area. So we enter the room and there's a bridge meeting the entrance way to a pillar topped with black glass. And all along the walls Mouths made of sandstone depicting various elvish, we would assume, lords are spitting roiled and white water into a chasm so deep that we can't hear it hit the
2: stones. Cool. JD or Zach?
1: I think that in the middle
4: of the room, set up as if for guests, is a matching like black glass table, and on it is a decanter that is shaped like a scorpion, and then the tail is a spout. Full of scorpion wine and I think there are likewise black glass glasses.
2: Oh like obsidian glasses.
4: Well I'm picturing it all as like
1: sand that's been turned oh, into glass.
2: Yeah. The black cool. glass
1: I will remind is what the Feyar desert
2: oh, was yeah, turned yeah. into by yeah. the Empire. Yeah and I think we've established that there were interaction between the the Feyar people. There was. Elves. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. There was. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Behind the figure set up on the throne are weaved and beautiful patchwork silks that depict a story that is only half-finished, embroidered in that same kind of gold. We would see some of the great acts, but it's like three-fourths of the way full, and it is on a, a precipice in a tumult of energy as if something is about to happen, but it hasn't been recorded yet. And it looks beautiful and shimmering, and it uses purples and bright reds as like it's under colorations as the gold stands out and if one were looking at it they would see this story being told and assume it is the person that is sitting across from us on that throne
2: cool so yeah you guys enter this room with sandstone the sound of tinkling fountains and this woman raises her head you can see that she's elvish with long, shimmering red-gold hair. There's a crown sitting upon her brow. Cradled across her lap is a long bow, and you can see dark, empty eyes looking out at you. Pitch black. No whites, no iris. Everything is just black. This is Gashana, Season 2, Series 5. Ryan, I have a question.
1: Yeah. When Gashana put on the crown... She was stationary, and lost in both uh, time and terrain for a long period of time. I personally would suggest that this version of Kajana is not actually corporeal, and this is what she was doing while she was lost after she initially put on the crown. Uh... Is that stake? Is
4: that stakeless? Is that ridiculous? My thought is that she... Because she took the crown with her at the end of the, the series, right? My assumption is that when she did it again, she also had nothing because she had no control over what she was doing. And who the fuck do you think found her and spoke to her and said, come, I am gathering our people. Yeah. And Ra'ala left. And Ra-la-leth. Okay. Right? Yeah. Of course, she would go and check it out.
2: My thought was the next time she tried it was when she was home.
4: Sick. Okay. And And this... And we talked about the fact that she walked away from humans. Yeah. And was like done with it. Yeah. And then... Emerald Aleth was like, great. Join my army. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind, Gishano had abandoned any sort of like, we can unite the elves and live in peace with humans. It was just like, oh no, there's only one way for us to, we have to win and they have to lose. And the only way
1: for us to survive
2: is is if they all die. die. Yeah. So yeah, does that answer your question?
1: It does. I'm excited that she's here. This isn't the bad
4: elf we've been looking for, is it? I look at Brendis. Uh
1: no, that's that's not Emerald LF. Uh looks nothing like the person depicted in the sculptures before, at least.
4: Well, that makes me feel a little better. Does it?
1: Uh hi <laughs> We're uh we're looking for we we we're, we're lost. Here. Brendis begins slowly moving toward the table in the middle of the room.
0: Quick question before we get into this. Yes. Bridge straight across towards the throne. Other parts on the sides, that's where the water's falling down to, yep. into nothingness. Yeah. We would fall into nothing if we go off the side of yes. this bridge that leads to her. This is a boss platform, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I just, yeah. just want to make sure that we understand exactly what's
3: going on. Great. Yep. Come no closer, human.
1: Ah, uh, we, we we mean no harm where... Don't uh, lie to her. Brenda turns and shoots bullets at Orello. Look, well, I... Have 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 wine with us. Sit down. We can talk about this. We're looking for Amr'al Aleth. We're looking for the queen.
2: She tilts her head and studies the three of you for a moment. And then she looks into the brazier sitting next to her and gazes into the flames.
3: The fires show me that the queen is dead and you three struck her down. Do not speak untruths to me.
1: But we've done nothing of the sort. I would never
3: strike down the queen. Only the lord resides in this manor now.
2: And where we seek his counsel. She waves a hand, and you see in the tapestry behind her as she waves her hand, stirs as if like a billowing air moved behind it, and you see the door in the corner behind the tapestry. And you will let us pass?
3: None with human blood are worthy to stand before my lord.
2: She looks at Arello and arches an eyebrow.
3: Perhaps this one could be worthy to stand before him eventually, but not yet.
1: Vi definitely looks over. Please, ma'am, uh... Lady Gishana. Uh, Please, Lady Gishana. My progeny is elvish. My love is elvish. I wish to... End this fighting.
3: Noble words from one who dwelt in the city that put fetters on round my ankles and burnt my flesh for fun. There can be only one end to this struggle. Your kind must burn. Lady, if you
1: demand that we fight you as we have fought those before you in this castle, I may request otherwise, but I will ask, what of those half-breeds? What do your kind think of those like my children? Also, I inadvertently suggested that Brenda's has twins. Brendis has twins. Go
3: oh, fuck. <laughs> Some will be purified. The rest will have to burn.
2: And the brazier beside her, like, flares into to life. I see.
1: And I'm going to pull the owl mask down from the top of my head and cover my face and disappear.
4: I'm going to... Drop my blade out, and the blood blade extends out.
0: She has a bow, right? That's what you said? She had a longbow draped across her. She has a fucking meteor bow. Yeah. It's a very long bow. It shoots light. Yeah, and it explodes. Great. We got tables. That's what I was thinking. Black glass, so they're, they're
2: durable. Oh, cool. No, it reflects. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Anyways, I want to do that. So Yeah, so you run up and try to flip one of these big glass tables over? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're really heavy. This black glass is... Go ahead and defy danger plus strength. Let's get some dice on the table.
1: There are all. There is an entire drinking set made out of black glass on top of it, and a huge scorpion full, full of, of tight, wine. Full of scorpion venom. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: 11. Yeah, you flip this uh, table over. Wine crashes down. The glasses all shatter across the floor. Viatrix,
4: what are you doing? I don't really want to, like, rush up and try to attack her. That doesn't really make sense to me. So... I guess I'm just going to also get behind this table for right now. Defend and see if she if she comes at us. I'll try to hit her, you know, because yeah. I have reach and all that business. Yeah, yeah. But as it stands, I'm not going to rush out from under our cover. Cool. Actually, I'm going to try to figure out where else in this room I could maybe use to hide or where else I could use to advance forward so that I could attack. Well, otherwise, I think if I just run out of right now, I'm on a bridge. I can't really serpentine it. She has a bow.
3: Yeah. That'd go ahead
4: and discern realities. Cool. carry the... And then it's two. (laughs) I got a two.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So this six minus is twofold. You think that she's going to shoot at you, but the arrow Mm. zips past wide enough and it hits one of the statues that's shooting water out of its mouth, which blows the statue up and fills the room with steam. You and Arello both take a D6 of damage as shrapnel pieces of this statue explode behind the table into you and you can no longer see where Gashana is. I'm still invisible, right? I mean, you can see in the steam where you are. Ha ha! So I took one damage.
0: I took zero, I guess. Armor applies. Yeah, right? armor applies.
2: <laughs> you both rolled ones. Yeah. No, I rolled a four. I have three armor. <laughs> oh, so you still take one damage.
0: Yeah, that's what like, yeah, uh, I see. I yeah. rolled a one.
2: <laughs> yeah, you get like pelted, but you know, you're pretty much fine. Brindis, what are you doing? You're invisible ish. You kind of have the initiative, I think, right now.
1: Yeah. So, as the room begins to fill up with steam and Gashana's position is obfuscated, I have one more trick arrow. Do you guys have a good trick arrow here? That's what I want to do, and I'm trying to think of a good one. I'm trying to see her. It could be like Sonic, and
4: like the vibrations of the air would push the steam aside. Or you could just hear where she was. Or both. That's interesting. Wait, how does it work? It just vibrates. As it moves to the air.
2: Does it perpetuate as it sticks oh, in the It's wall? almost like the card in the bicycle spoke. As it flies through, it's like Yeah, yeah.
4: It's not just vibrating, I think it's like bouncing in the mm-hmm. air. Mm-hmm. The way that it's made, it catches it right as it moves forward. The vibrations of the air as each time it hits the side and clicks pushes the steam.
2: Yeah, because arrows don't like fly in a straight yeah, line. Yeah, if bend. you look at it, yeah.
4: Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. Like as it bends, it, it makes these snapping and clicking
1: noises and then it will hit her and you know well, hopefully. I mean, that sounds really cool. So as Brendis put the mask on, he dropped to one knee and pulled this big, chunky arrow out of the pack, uh, imagining smoke or some other sort of attempt to hide herself. Three versus one. And she fills the room with steam. And at the last known position, I'm going to loose this noise-making arrow at her and attempt to at least show her position.
2: Yeah, go ahead and volley.
1: That's an eight. Yeah, I think I'm making myself obvious here. It'd be hard to deny that. I'm putting myself in a spot. Cool. Go ahead and deal your damage. Two damage.
2: I still don't remember what that does.
4: What? I have a scroll. It says, by the light of the watchful moon.
2: Oh, yeah. You know what that does?
4: No. Highlight somebody. Are you serious? Yeah.
1: Oh, it literally does do that, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Well, now you can see her for a minute. Good.
2: Yep. You like are pretty sure you shot it in the right direction. And you hear a hiss of pain, and then you see in front of you, kind of in the direction that you fired the arrow, two bars of fire appear in the midst of the steam, and Gashana launches herself towards you, and these twin swords of fire make an X in the air as they pass towards you. Go ahead and take a D8 of damage. Armor? Yeah, armor applies. All right, that's four damage. Armor applies to the immolator's attack, so...
4: So she's now on the other side of the table, right? With us, isn't she?
2: I assume that Brindis was off to the side of the Seems table. Seems
1: to me like I was forward. Oh, you were, you, you were moving yeah, forward. Yeah, okay. he like, advanced because
2: yeah, yeah. he was invisible. All right, yeah. Brindis, I think you can see her now. You don't say. Her swords are like burning off this steam. Right. Yeah. She cuts a fucking cool silhouette here. Yeah, I think she's got like one sword held up above her head and the other one like out in a fencing position. So, Brindis, I think as you look at Gashana you see a single line of blood start to flow down her cheek from the scratch that you gave her.
4: Arello and Viatrix, what are you two doing? I'm seeing my chance and I'm taking it. I mean, she's within reach of me at this point, right? Because you have your sort of has reach. Right, when it's in blood mode. So yeah, I'm going to stand up, and as I stand, I pivot and just bring it down in a huge fucking arc. Yeah. Straight down into it. I'm trying to cleave her in half.
2: Hell yeah. Uh, roll hack and slash. That's a nine. I want to aid. Oh, sweet. Because she's right in
1: front of me, but she doesn't quite know where I am. I
2: love that. Yeah, because I think she had to do, like, a big sweeping blow in front of her to catch you.
1: Oh, I like that a lot. She does a big sweeping blow to catch me, and I grab her wrist and just pull her a little bit farther forward into Viatrix's attack. Dope. Yeah, roll to aid. Well, it was a good time, guys. I'll see you later. (laughs) Oh, 10 Yeah huh, Nice yeah. yeah
4: We're a well-oiled machine And you got messy too, right? Cut her fucking arm off <laughs> Yeah I yeah. cut her arm off Roll your damage It's gonna be one damage well <laughs> no, I mean, I, I grab her arm and like No, that no, fictionally I, makes I, perfect sense I think it's sense. fucking that's
2: cool dope. yeah Oh,
4: yeah Yeah, seven damage, I'll take that Oof. For sure yeah. Do you not have any additives yet? I don't have any additives Except now that it's tasted our blood
1: That's when it is I remember that now
2: yeah, so her uh, left arm that Brindis, Brindis grabs it and like overextends her and Viatrix takes that arm off. Red blood pumps for a moment and then it becomes fire as her wound cauterizes itself. That's fucking so cool. <laughs> yeah. Arello, what are you doing? I assume I'm also going
0: to come over top of the table towards my companions yeah. and this flaming woman. Yeah, you vault over the table. Yep, and I've got this halberd. She's lost her arm. Yep. I'm going to try and take her head off with the halberd. Does your halberd have messy? No, it just has plus
2: one damage. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, real hack and slash. All right. I don't know that you're going to be able to cut her head off right now.
0: That'll be a 10. I'll put myself on the spot.
2: Tight. Tight. That'll be a nine. So you don't cut her head off, but you like cut deep into her chest. Like when her arm was cut, there's blood for but just a moment and then fire starts to pour out. And just for old time's sake, she levels her arm at Arello and fire jets out of it, her hacked off arm. Go ahead and roll a d8. Sick. Does armor apply? Yeah. I take no damage. The (laughs) fire just like spreads around you and but your armor because you're like encased. The helmet closes on the yep, armor and it everything just shuts
0: off. I think the wings of the scared beetles like
2: flicker away. It's like you. Oh, sit- cool!
4: The
0: beetles are unhappy, yeah, so they're, they're like, yeah. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Almost like they're forcing it away because they're protecting themselves. And as much as me,
2: I think Arello has Kishana impaled, Viatrix or Brendis. What do you guys do? You haven't done anything in a minute, so I'm giving it to you, Brendis. Does the fire blood pour out of both sides of her arm when it's cut off? Are you talking about the one on the floor?
1: The one that I was holding.
2: Oh, yeah. But don't forget that Kishana is immune to fire. Brenda's wouldn't know that.
1: Oh, true. As this fire begins pouring out of the stump of the arm, I want to shove it into her eyes and try to blind
4: her. I don't want to make you defy danger because... She's immune to fire, but she's not immune to bright light, necessarily. I think you're not going to hurt her, but you could still potentially blind her. I think it's kind of cool. That seems reasonable. I just was like, this is like a cool thing. Yeah, no. A, you're right in that Brenda's one. No, but then B, also, I think it could still potentially be useful. So
2: defy danger plus intelligence, I think, to come up with this plan and and act on it.
1: Yeah. Uh, That's a six. Ah.
2: Yeah, so I think you get it up into her face, but you're holding it too close, and like the, the fire just is passing over her flesh harmlessly, and she lashes out with her right that still holds a flaming brand. Uh, take a D8 of damage. <sighs> just roll low. Oh, God.
4: <sighs> oh! Reroll it, reroll it, reroll it. I got you. Reroll okay. it. All right, all right. Oh. Yeah, I'm using my human ability. Ah! Okay, come on! Really? Are
2: you fucking serious? I rolled an eight twice. God damn it! Are you dead? I am dead. God, fuck! All right, Arello
4: and Viatrix that's not acceptable. Like yeah, I'm, if no, I see Brenda's no get cut down, I'm yeah. Vitrix is pissed. Like, yeah. What she do do? feels the need to protect him and he's going to be a dad. And like, this is not, this is not okay. Well, that's where I'm also like, we're just
0: piling on her. I yeah, think.
4: absolutely. Yeah. So I'm trying to cut back up. So I like slam down, right? Cut off her arm, but it like takes me time to get this fucking blade moving. So I'm going to swing it up and try to cut across her again. And then as I'm doing that, I'm jumping over this table and it, the blade is going to shorten back to its broken axe form, basically, and then I'm going to hack into her that way. There's no precision here. I'm
2: yeah, you're it's uh, emotional, yeah. yeah, Roll hack and
0: slash.
4: A six, <laughs> fuck. We are actually
0: both attacking together. Yeah, that's what we specifically yeah. said. Cool, cool, cool. What do you do to Aid?
4: Yeah, I don't mind being overwhelmed by the emotion if you end up failing this too. Yeah, exactly, but right. It's good.
0: As Viatrix, her blade contracts in and tries to cut Gashana down. I dive headlong like a spear into Gashana and try and grapple her around the waist and just suplex her into my blade. Ugh, do do? Yeah, just suplex her into this blade. <laughs> That's what I really want. Yeah. It's just violence, pure violence. Yeah. I roll it a 10. Go nice. Away. So I'm at a 7. Awesome. Roll your damage. Yeah, I think I just muscle her back, right? And you just dig right into her.
4: Yeah, at the very least, she's not going to be able to dodge it, right? Because she's uh, basically lifted off of her feet by you. And I get that extra D4. Five damage. Not great, but I'll take it.
2: Yeah, as you just, like, hack Gashana to pieces, you see that... You know how when a paper's burning, it's, like, the edges that are burning? Her flesh starts to do that, and then it's almost, like, hyper-quick... It's all consumed, and then there's that instant where it's just balls of fire, and then explodes. Ooh, so her remains explode. Can oh, we shit. take? Can we take like a cinematic moment as that happens? Yeah, you guys have a moment to react to this. I'll give you that. Can I backcrack her over my knee? I mean, she's exploding. <laughs> yeah, she's dead.
0: That's the explosion. She's in my shoulders, and I just take her to the side and just slam her across my knee as she comes up in flames.
1: Yeah, I think if that happens, you absolutely can't get away.
2: Yeah, you take the damage that's coming. Yeah, yeah that you can. That's, brand. That's,
1: I'm diving
0: out of
2: the way. Yeah, you, you can, can be yeah. cool, but you're taking... <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll do it. You're telling me that you're withstanding, so find Dangerous plus Constitution. Tight. Uh, that's a 10. Cool. I, I think that you're corrupted flesh, I think... Mm. Is it the corruption or his elven-ness? Ooh. No, you know what it is? It's your bond you have with Karyakon. You rescued him. This isn't your one thing, oh. but I think as you, like, break her over your knee, it's that, like, energy of having been around him recently.
0: That's pretty sick. Like, the flames just wrap around me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the, the beetles, like, weighs up their wings, but they don't flutter at all.
2: That's, That's good. really cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh Viatrix. I'm
4: just fucking diving out of the way, absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to get away from it.
2: Defy danger plus dexterity. Cool. Five. Ugh. Yeah, take a, a D ten. Ha! ha! No damage. Cool. Perfect.
4: Thankfully my armor protected me as I dive away from this. Yeah, I mean these aren't like they're not directed right, explosions. Right. It's just, they're just uh, explosions. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I hit the ground, Kishana explodes. And then I'm going to immediately, like, actually, and this is to be noted, Vitrix drops her sword and rushes over to Brendis. No, 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 no. Please tell me you're okay. I'm going to, like, grab you up
1: in my arms. <sighs>
2: God. Brendis, what do your black gates look like?
1: I've been really trying to consider this. Because the black gates are supposed to be a representation of what your character thinks death is. And how they feel about death is important. For some, it's serene. An understood part of their life. And I can't drive this home enough. Brendis is very young and very scared. Going with the only other metric of responsibility that Brendis has known, it's peepers. A long expanse of brick-red desert as the camera slowly follows and zooms in on Brendis, walking, his foot wraps tearing away, somewhere far off the violent trickle gushing of water, until he comes upon a cave whose mouth is that of a lion's, its body half buried in the sand. If I may, I will roll now. One second.
0: If this roll, for any particular reason, is a six, I wish to insert myself into this situation. I
1: have a favor from a
0: fire god. Oh, you did get killed
1: by fire. Oh, I was literally killed fire, fire. by the scion of Karyakan. <laughs> and I have, a, I have a move myself that yeah. I would imbue on him if
0: he were to roll a six. Oh, I don't even- I don't, all right, if that's what you want to do. Is, well, all right, table talk.
4: To me, it reads as if, like, if he rolls a fail on this, that, you know, we can have a fucking good scene of you asking Karyakan for the favor, and then just... It's a fucking elvish god. Yeah, I And don't. he got killed by fire. Like, I don't think he needs to add, regardless. It could be a three. Well, is that cool? I yeah. think it's no, great I think that's that that's really... what you would use this for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. that's... Sweet. Oh, man.
2: I think that oh, you sweet. might have to make the bargain. Yeah. No, we need to have a yeah. scene of it, Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Roll your dice. Let's see what happens.
1: Oh, baby. That's an eight. They're fine.
0: Yeah.
4: Deals are a rarity on our podcast. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, good. I'm glad we talked that all out for, for enough.
2: No, I think it's good to set the parameters of what that favor could potentially do. So, Brenda's light sort of rolls out of the mouth of this tunnel with the words, You will live... But your children cannot have a foot in two worlds. You must choose. Will they live in the mother's or the father's? Children? There will be two.
1: Brenda's open mouth drops to his knees in the sand. The life of a half-breed is one of bridging. In my pathetic life, I thought that I could mend fences between humans and elves. If they are wholly of my blood, assuming immediately my love does not cast them aside, they will grow without knowing her heritage or strength. Wholly of hers, they will face hardship I cannot appreciate. Am I allowed a question, spirit of death?
3: I will give you but one.
1: May one be of me and one be of her? No. Then take me, I cannot
2: choose. A light rolls out of the lion's mouth and gently takes Brindis up. and You're pulled into the lion's mouth that slowly closes behind you. Yeah, so uh I think Arello has Kishana impaled uh a li- like you're you're buried inside of her. <laughs> Your Albert is buried inside of her. Uh, just take that again. Just take that again. <laughs> Sorry, pardon? The,
1: the giggling doesn't make it <laughs> nope, No it doesn't. That's why I told oh, oh, to- uh, yeah, you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Get munching boy. <laughs> <laughs> nom, 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 nom.
3: Kind of
1: spicy, what'd
2: you get? Yeah, come on, fire ass. Come yeah, on, exactly. <laughs> no, what'd you it? have, Taco Bell for lunch? <laughs> Jesus, Arello has.
1: <laughs> oh, that's how we got here. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm good. Ah, uh, yeah, give me.
0: that's right. Give me I, I put All my right. dick on her chest. No, no, nope, stop it, Zach. <laughs> She's on fire. No, man. you don't cut, cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> Burn into this, the
2: lag. No, i know. All right, sorry. Orello's halberd is <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm going to call my dick my halberd. Yeah,
0: exactly. My big scary halberd, it does plus one damage. <laughs> That's all. You wish. Yeah. And my pussy's
1: watching. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. <laughs>
4: I'm I a, really thought
1: we would have been okay. I'm We're a
0: like, cur- ah, we got it all out of oh, our system. I'm, I'm done now. I'm done now, but I wasn't going to let that go. We don't have a perpetual well of
4: shitty jokes <laughs> in us. Surely. Surely.
0: <laughs> would we call this we- fame and glory, or what appetite would you like? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe power over others.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> eh, fuck it. Maybe pure destruction. <laughs> Just, I can just read shit off of this I'm, I'm unencumbered and unharmed perhaps I'm full plate and packing steel I guess I'm muscle bound I have the upper hand what are you waiting for these are all my moves yeah. That's every move on the
1: fucking You're we'll a barbarian We'll go to the back I just want to see if it keeps me. I just want to see if it still works I guess you guys don't get it
0: I'm an outsider
1: <laughs> All right, right
0: new world. I guess I'm just still hungry <laughs> I have an appetite for destruction And my love for you is like a truck <laughs> <laughs> I'm a con of cons, the Samson, the Usurper, (laughs) the Wide Wanderer, (laughs) and what is best in life? Smash. I have to be honest, the Wide Wanderer is my favorite. (laughs) I'm just reading them verbatim. I know. I I have an eye for weakness, I'm always on the move, and I have an indestructible (laughs) hugger. It's a good day to die, and I'll kill them all. (laughs) Hear my war cry, my
2: mark of might, and more. I always want more. This is what I'm just going to make my new Tinder profile. I
3: I feel like...
1: I feel like if you go to fucking thing, and you go to like, and you read it in the poem voice, you know yeah, that. Yeah. I am a trap expert. I have the tricks of the trade. I backstab with my flexible morals. I am a poisoner. Oh, God. (laughs) With my cheap shot, cautious wealth and taste, I shoot first. Poison, master, and venom. (laughs) Brewer, underdog, my connections, I am a dirty fighter. Extremely (laughs) cautious, alchemist, serious underdog. Evasion, strong arm, true aim, my escape route, I disguise. Heist. I said it.
0: And what's great is the best is I am the one who knocks for oh. the blood god. <laughs> that's the fucking end of that. That's like, so it's like yeah, you just put some articles between this and like that's an cool. Eye. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just did the whole thing. You're welcome for the second stinger. Whew. Oh my god, that's hot.
2: <laughs> Alright. So Rello just hacked into <laughs> GoShit.
3: I am doing You just no, way I, just-
2: <laughs> I don't understand. Quit
0: making this sexy. <laughs> I can't help it. You think I'm trying to do this? You think this is what I want?
3: <laughs>
0: you don't know how hard it is being me. Being six foot two,
2: giant, glowing purple man with with Scott Steiner muscles. (laughs) Even with the elongated calves, you're still not six two, Arella. (laughs) Shut (laughs) up. Fine, five foot four and a
0: half.
2: Uh.
0: (laughs) Okay, everyone's good. Everyone's good. (laughs) <laughs> Just don't look
3: me in the eyes if you can't <laughs> handle it.
2: They're looking, okay, <laughs> over, uh. Yeah, no, I got
3: it. Fine. So this is just for us. (laughs) Enjoy future Ryan.
0: You got you got a lot of
3: work
1: to do.
0: Okay, all right. right. Uh,
3: Fuck. (laughs) Probably delete that.